You are slipping into a distorted dimension. Reality and fantasy are changing places past the event horizon. Bullies are victims, men are women, and abuse is love. You weren't here just yesterday. Reality is still out there. But to find your way back, you have to notice it. And now, the Disaffected Podcast with Joshua Slocum. Welcome to Disaffected on Audio. I'm Joshua Slocum, and this is the show where we talk about politics, culture, and relationships through a psychological lens. And you are getting a real home style this evening, my friends, because Kevin, the producer, is actually sitting here in my house at the dining room table. He's a real person. He's not one of my cats. Um, And he's actually going to talk, but you don't get to see him. So it's going to be like that guy on, uh, what was that, Home Improvement? The guy he talked to, the neighbor. Meow. This time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a real. Do it again. <laughs> I have practice. You know, my mom has nine cats, eight cats, nine cats at any given time. So I do have, um, I do have a uh, cat practice. Okay. Uh, I diagnose your mother with feline personality disorder. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say thank you for inviting. Uh, coercing or inviting me to come on the show. It's a a joy. (laughs) I know. So what we're going to talk about today is yesterday. And yesterday was interesting because we got, um, well, we got, we kind of got kicked out of, of two different places because, uh, we refused to wear masks. Um, so what happened? Well, I'll I'll tell it. And if Kevin thinks I'm getting it wrong, um, See, that was his phone. We're just sitting here at the dining room table. (laughs) (laughs) So we were out doing some errands yesterday because Kevin's staying for a few days. Starting with Starbucks. Starbucks, Starbucks right. Okay. Um, We were going to get a call. Yes, I know. We shouldn't have been stopping at Starbucks in the first place. Uh, It was was... easy pickings, though. I mean, if there were anywhere we were going to have some fun, it was going to be Starbucks. Yeah, and Kevin really wanted to have this fun more than I did, but then I got into it. I I got, I took it like, I made a, I did a professional job. So, um, so we go into the Starbucks and it's in, um, it's in Williston, which in Vermont, each of the towns has the choice of whether to have a mask mandate because our Republican governor decided that local freedom of choice was great, which ordinarily sounds good to me. But when you're offering local freedom of choice to governments to restrict people in ways that I don't think is legitimate, I can't really get behind it. So anyway, who cares about that? Um, So we decide to see what's going to happen. So we go into the Starbucks and we stood we stood in a line for just, you know, maybe a minute or two. Nothing uh, happened. They said nothing. So yeah, nobody said anything there. to us. Yeah. Then when we got up to the ordering spot. And ordered. And, oh, that's right. We did order. You got a coffee and I asked for tea, right? Yeah, I just lead them right along, though. You don't give them time to ask you to put on their mask. As right, soon as they just... open their mouth, you cut them off and tell them your order and get into it. Right. So then, if I remember correctly, the guy behind the cash register reached into a box and pulled out a couple of those uh, blue paper masks and handed them up. And he said, I'm, I think just said, I'm going to need you guys to put a mask on. It was something like that. Yeah. And I think you responded first. Is that right? No, thanks. 
That's right. <laughs> no, thank you. Oh, no, 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 thanks. I don't do that. <laughs> um, That's not me. And I said, no, I, you know, I wasn't going to wear one. And um, I think there was a, you know, well, it's the town ordinance. Blah, and, blah, blah, blah. Right. Just... You know, uh, I'm going to warn you. Um, is, is, I don't, I don't know how to set this up. See, because the other thing here is we're recording this in my home and my my housemate Mary is here too. Now, she is a customer service front-facing worker. So as I tell this story, she's probably going to start grinding her fingernails a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and She'll be typing faster. We can... <laughs> and Pete, yes, and she's a very fast typist. Um, if we this... clock over 160, we're in trouble. <laughs> this is... This is... Um... I... I... I tried to tell stupidly. I tried to tell this story on Twitter last night, but this is not the kind of thing that you can you can get across to people and have them um, understand or converse reasonably about. Um, but it was amazing how many people said that what Kevin and I had done was abusive. It was narcissistic abuse. It was um, it was exercising our privilege over. Uh, working class person who has zero power and who's making minimum wage. I mean, all they, they can't know a lot of the stuff they thought they knew, but the narrative had to be that we were two privileged middle-class white guys who had never done any real work in our lives. And we were abusing, we were abusing service workers, abusing the working people. Right. You know, um, and it didn't matter. It didn't matter that I, included my history of 12 years of being a waiter and probably a total of, I would say 15, off and on 15 to 18 years in either retail or front-facing food service. I was either a waiter, uh, I was filling in as a bartender, I was doing catering, waiting tables and catering, or I worked in a retail clothing store. So I did that for a long time, like most people do when they're young. Uh, Didn't make any difference. People absolutely needed a narrative that had an oppressor and a victim. These are Twitter people. These are Twitter people, right? Okay, so I'm sorry, tangent. Let's go back to the story. Um, I don't I don't think we had a lot more interaction, but I was not planning this. Well, they did ask us to leave. <laughs> they did ask us to leave. And and we did eventually leave, but I think I took about 15 or 20 seconds before we left. Uh, you had interaction on the way out, but mostly with the... Um... With, with with the patrons with who the were standing there, right. and what I what I said to people, I was not planning this. I didn't actually go in there to do anything. I did want to see how they would react, but it's been almost two years of this. I don't make scenes in stores unless I think there's absolutely a reason for it. And frankly, this wasn't as much of a scene as people seem to be reacting to. So what I said was, "Look at all of you. Have any of you ever said no?" Did you ever push back against anyone who told you to put a mask on? Have you ever stood up for yourselves? Because until you do, like I'm doing right now, this isn't going to end. We are the only people that can make it end. And then I turned around to about 10 patrons who were standing there waiting for um, for coffee. Everybody's masked up. And I said, and all of you standing around here watching this, you know, saying nothing. Have you ever said no to anybody? Oh, and they're sad, confused little eyes. Yeah, no, they're <laughs> wide eyes. I mean, they were looking at me like like I had like I said something rules. actually sacrilegious. These are the rules. You have to follow right? the rules. I said, do any of you have any dignity? 
Are you ever going to say no? Is there any <laughs> order you won't take? You have got to stop doing this. And then we left. And it probably took a whole 20 seconds. And I think I think the tone of voice that I'm using right now is close to the tone of voice yeah, that I was yeah. using there. So, yes, I was very assertive and forthright, but I didn't you abuse you anybody. You were screaming. You were in a... You, it was a it, there was no abusing anyone. I mean, I'm, I am sad that we didn't get the audio recorder until after that right. happened. So then we went to the guitar store. Why don't you tell the guitar store? Well, we went to the guitar store. store to get the audio recorder in case we had something else. In case something like this happened. <laughs> Which happened, I mean, I would say this guy was kind of a, the guy checking us out was probably kind of like a typical granola Vermonti neckbeard. Maybe yeah, like six and foot long, tall. He looked like, like he, like most twenty-two-year-old guys around here. He looked like somebody out of the cast of Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah, he could have been from California or or at a fish concert. Yeah, or yeah. a fish concert. He was conceived at a fish concert. <laughs> <laughs> born of a groupie. Born of a groupie. Someone who would have been a rebel maybe twenty years ago. Someone who like twenty or thirty years ago, you'd look at like that look and you would think, yeah, this and you think this is an outsider, man. He's someone, not gonna. He's he, gonna stand up for himself. Right. He's not. You know, so we we go in, we get the, uh, we want a recording device at this point, like a little micro go. Yeah, well, the the important part is we go into the store and we are walking around and browsing the wares for a good three or four minutes before. Talking to employees. Talking to employees, asking, you know, where is this kept? Where is this kept? And then Kevin goes over to a glass case where he's looking at the the portable microphone recorders. And the female staff member was interacting. She said, if you have any questions, let that's the accessory. You know, Kevin said, I don't need the accessory. I need the thing. She was very helpful. She got all the things out. She goes, let me know. I'll take anything out of the case for you. Perfectly pleasant interaction. So Kevin selects a microphone. Then we go to the register. You pick it yeah, up. Yeah, we go to the register. And, um, you know, as as guy number one is ringing us up. And I don't remember if guy number one, guy number one was the, the, the cuter shaved one. Um, I don't. I, I'm focused on Blondie with the beard. The who beard. Was, yeah. He was leaning on the counter yeah, like but this. He, he came in from the side. It was the yeah. the, the original he was guy. He was the backup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't remember if the original guy said we needed to wear a mask. I, I don't remember. I think, no, I think it was uh, it was um, it was long hair beard guy because I remember he had this really this really wussy tone of voice. Right. He was like. Um, guys, I'm gonna ha- so I'm gonna have to ask you to put your masks on. <laughs> You know, well, he, he, you know, they all have like a little box to offer you. Um, I know. If well, I mean, like, you know, at least they have that. You know. Well, no thanks anyway. But like, you know, we just, I just said, no, thank you. Yeah. You know, it was and just I no said, no, Yeah. I just said the word no. And he's, well, it's the town rules. And I said, I don't care. I'm not wearing a mask. <laughs> And, and I just, you know, I stood and I, I went back to my phone and doing my emails and stuff. I'm and, already ringing up at this point. And, yeah. So Kevin, what are they going to do? Kevin's gonna... credit card is already in the machine. Kick us out. Kick right? us out. Come they on. didn't, they started this while we were in the paying transaction. It's, you know, it's, so it's like, what do you. Maybe fair to say that I'm looking for a problem more than you are. You yeah. kind of went in innocent. I know you're going to blow up a little bit, right? I'm going to like create the scene. Yeah, you're you... going to like blow up a little bit. <laughs> I kind of, maybe I go in looking for it a little bit more. It was. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I wanted yeah, to. Yeah, I wasn't looking for it, but I, w- but, but something happened yesterday. I was not yeah. going to put up with it. And I think it has to be, Once you're in it, it has to be that I was with you, that I was with another person because most of the time when I'm out shopping or doing errands, I'm by myself. And although I am a bold person 
I'm not infinitely bold, right. you know, and I don't every day, you know, I don't want to be the black sheep in the middle of the room. You know, I put the f- fucking mask on when I go to Garcia's, when I have to get my vape juice. I will put the mask on if there's a store that I need something from and there aren't other options. I can't drive to the next town over. I, I need stuff, right? I do it under duress, but they do have the right. It feels kind of like wearing religious garb to go to church or whatever yeah. your church is. You know, and here's the thing. For- here's the thing. They do, businesses do have the right to ask me to leave. They absolutely have that right. Um, we did leave when we were asked to leave the Starbucks. I took 20 or 25 seconds um, to actually, yeah, it was a to, to make out. people yeah. have to be confronted with this because I don't think any of them have heard anyone say anything like that in two years it's been so quiet but we left when we were told we didn't actually scream at anybody i didn't use any cuss words um i'm much much filthier on this show than i was uh yesterday definitely so you know we didn't hurt anyone and we didn't even i just but when you are when you're by yourself and everybody else, and that's what it's like in Vermont. And people have reacted, and like I've heard from a lot of people in southern states recently who are shocked when I tell stories like this because they say, We haven't seen, we didn't see that ever, not even at the beginning. I have never seen this behavior. And it really is like that here. You can go into the Shaw's or the Price Chopper grocery store in towns like Colchester or South Burlington, neither of which have mask mandates. The towns surrounding them do, but they don't. When I go in there, I am literally the only person in that store not wearing a mask, from toddlers all the way up to the other end of the age range. It, mm-hmm. it, it This is voluntary. That's how different culture can be in one state and another. Yeah, in New York, it's not like that at all at this point in Albany. What is it uh, like? I mean, it's it's... It's a pick a mix. You you know you can walk into um, Jersey Mike's is my favorite. Um, you'll see I've tweeted at them a couple of times. Um, oh, hang on a second. It, By the way, folks, uh, this is also the stoned version of the show. So um, just we're letting it all hang out for you this evening. You get the bubbler closer to them together. Um, <laughs> it's like a Rogan edition. Oh yeah. But um, you know. You can walk into Jersey Mike's and some will be wearing masks, some won't. Most, you know, most often they're not going to bother you about it one way or the other. But it's New York, so if you're in a bar, and this this may be changing now, but the the vaccine mandate was yeah. preventing me. I couldn't go into any of the gay bars, Waterworks, Rocks, O-Bar, anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want a vaccine card just to get in. So it's like, well, okay, well, what is, you know, what is there to do here anymore? Um but then you look at the masks and it's kind of like it's you, no one's bothering you in Walmart, even though probably 70 percent of the folks are still wearing masks in Walmart. Is it they're not really bothering you for not doing is there it. a difference mm-hmm. between Albany proper in city limits and outside in the smaller, more working class towns? Is it more masky within Albany proper? Oh, I don't, I don't go into Albany proper. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I stay outside. <laughs> no, that's not true. I'm lying. I, I, I go in sometimes, but I mean, there's no Walmart. There's no, you know, it's government buildings, which if I'm in downtown Albany, I'm really not doing anything. I'm passing through. Right. Or, uh, you 
know. Checking in with your probation officer. Checking in with the probation like officer. Things like okay. that. Okay. We're coming up on 15 minutes, so we're going to take a quick break, and we'll talk to you guys on the other side. Kevin and Josh work themselves to the bone to bring you dark and disturbing content every week. There are starving listeners overseas who get no podcasts at all. Show appropriate gratitude today by making a donation at patreon.com forward slash disaffected or at subscribestar.com forward slash disaffected. Do it for mother. We're back. Where did we leave off? <laughs> um, it just went so much. It, it was so much more than just a few seconds for us. I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's very, the magic very, of audio. Very long break. Um, but, at, oh, so we're at the guitar store. Um, go ahead. You're going to hear Kevin cough. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, we're at the guitar store. and um, And we pay and we're getting ready to leave. And this guy, you know... All, of course, all the patrons in the store have stopped and turned to look at, at what's going on, and which is exactly what I wanted. It was basically, but you still weren't loud. You were just, you were making it known that you were not agreeing with it. And then you just turned and addressed everyone else and basically said, I said you know, the same thing. What are you all doing? You're all just, you didn't say this verbatim. This is what yeah, I heard. Yeah, right. But just, you know, just that you're all just obeying this. No one's, are we the only ones who are saying anything? You know, first of all, the CDC has acknowledged that this doesn't work, right? Right. I the said, masks the, don't I said, work. That's what I said. So what, you guys, these masks don't work and you know they don't work. Why they, are you wearing them? Even if they did work, you're looking at something that's like 99.97 something percent survivable with a bias of, you know... Toward the elderly. Toward and the, the extreme elderly. You know? Um, yeah, exactly. You know, who, this is who, nothing who can, different. Who can and should be protected? Of course. And you're still walking around. This is crazy land. It's body snatchers. It's you know, and it's worse here in Vermont. It's, it's way, way worse. Yeah, it's it's bad. I wonder if it's like this in like the Northeast Kingdom where it's more conservative. No, no, it can't be. I don't. I don't know. I can't say. But yeah, it can't I don't know. Be. It can't be. Um, but maybe. I mean, and, 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 but, and they're into it. They're into it just for performing the fact that they're into it. Do they really believe they're safer? Well, what I mean. No, that their outrage, right? Or their no, not that's not the right word. They're, here's the thing, you guys. They don't listen, even use their turning signals. I know it's ridiculous. It, I wish, I wish you guys listening could have seen what this was like, because all these people are masked up. They're all, of course, turning around because someone's making a quote unquote scene. They're all wide eyed. They're all yeah. looking. <laughs> They're, they, I mean, I can't, you can't really tell their whole facial expression, obviously. Some of them are trying to look away, though. Some of them are wide-eyed and some have intentionally, like, disconnected. Like, they're, and they're even more aware of it, you know, or nervous by it. But it's astonishing, though, that it is astonishing that that was enough to silence a room. This is, I mean, of all, that was controversial. I mean, this is how, you guys, this is why I do this show with Kevin this is why I talk about psychological abuse tactics, cult tactics, cluster B nonsense, the hypnotism spells that basically people at the top, the people at the center of all these things, the actual disordered people, the Machiavellian people. It, that's It's not most people, but most people are susceptible to this hypnosis. And within two years, maybe even some of you listening to this right now 
Maybe this is you too. And if it is, it's not a criticism. But if you're feeling this, I want you to notice it in yourself, please. Within two years, you got convinced that the kind of thing you just heard me say was an outrage that you would only expect to see on reality TV. There's something wrong with that. Yeah, no one can ever say no to the wait staff. No one can ever no, say yeah. no to someone who's asking you to change your, you know, put put on this mask, put on this hat. Oh, what what put on this yarmulke for me? Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? I'll put and, on the mask if you put on the yarmulke. <laughs> yeah, and there's a, the, the the game is set up so that the buck cannot stop anywhere. And I said this last night because one of my followers got um, just sanctimonious and pious with me. Circle jerk enforcement. Um, you know, and you want to talk about it, come on the show. We can we can disagree about it. But you were quite sanctimonious um, in how you um, uh, retweeted me and said that I was being abusive and arrogant and that I had no regard for people who were doing a harder job than I was doing. I mean, it was the class, the class guilt, the Marxist class guilt that I got from so many of these people was just five inches thick. Abuse. You, you were, I mean, the idea that you had abused anyone. I know. <laughs> made just, uncomfortable? Yes. Uncomfortable is not abuse. You see... We, this is what we've all been talking about. These thin-skinned people in the lower generations, as they come up, they literally do see things that we consider to be maybe abrasive, mm -hmm. maybe confronting, but they see it as actual assault. Barely. I mean, you look at, you know, you look at films from the 50s, how directly people would confront each other and disagree politely. And oh, yeah. Say, okay, then? And they'd go on their own yeah. ways. Good day, Good sir. Day, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and now, now it's just... In addition... You know what? To, you may want to turn the gain down a little bit. Okay. We are, we're clipping a little bit. In addition to being... Um, <laughs> we're not editing that out either. No. In addition to being pussies, they're enforcers, right? It's like this mm -hmm. circle jerk of enforcement. You went in there, and yes, and I hope, I really hope that, you know, that sort of performance that we did, and it was a performance. Yes, it was. And it was, was fun. Um, and that sort of performance that we did provoked one person yes. to be a little bit more disobedient. That's all I want. It's that level of everyone is just so obedient. You know, you go in, and it's not just us as a ratio to everyone else in the store, it's us as a ratio of everyone else in the store over the course of a day, over the course of a week. You know, the hundreds of people that are coming in the store, I bet we're the first. The, I know, because... I, don't, I mean, I don't know. But. I, I'm pretty sure that this is the first time they've heard something like that. Yeah. Now, the people who reacted badly to this on Twitter um, immediately made an equivalency to... Um, like w truly abusive people that you see on video who who like run after people screaming in the stores and like actually abusive behavior. We've all seen examples of this stuff. But they immediately made an equivalent of what I had done to that. And it, it, it's... If you don't wear these brawn panties, you're abusing me. You better not say no. <laughs> I know, it's a complete reversal. And I shouldn't... It doesn't matter. It's I, the rules. Okay. Look... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I take that back. It, it's really obnoxious when someone says, look, I'll I I don't like when people say that to me either. All right, let me put it in another I can way. Do, I can deal with that. Look, is fine. Um, there, 
what these people were calling abuse is not abuse. It is in fact, and I hate saying this because I'm not trying to fluff my own morality here, but I don't know how else to express it. It's actually an act of kindness to these people. It's an attempt to build solidarity with other humans as humans and citizens. I want to wake them up, not because I hate them. I am willing to make them uncomfortable because I want to stop them from participating in something that is hurting us in the real world. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say they're exactly the same, but actually, in a way, this is how you approach addicts, right? You can think of it as tough love. And this wasn't even that tough. If if this kind of thing provokes real anxiety you in people... You stated your disagreement. You stated the fact that you were unwilling. There was nothing abusive about it at all. There was nothing aggressive about it. It was assertive at best. It was assertive at best. I mean, you didn't... You were walking out as you were saying these things, at least the first time. Um, you know, if you're feeding this into the system, right? And you're hoping for some you know, to, to, to create yeah. some kind of chink in the system. Um, and they want you to not feed it into the system because they know that, and you know, that to feed this back into the system, you have to go to the level that you can interface with, and that's the front-level workers. Yeah, you could call your congressman or your senator or whoever. They don't give a shit. No, it's they not going to work. They don't give a shit. This has to be bottom-up. It, it has, has to be bottom-up. Bottom bottom so, up. unfortunately, the service workers are right there in the way. Yeah, And it's nothing personal. About it is them. nothing personal, and I'm and I'm sorry to add to your stress, but I am willing to add to your stress because we all have a bigger You're emergency right this. now. You're I'm under stress yeah. too. Don't tell me, don't tell me that the only people who are suffering are service workers or waitresses or this, that, or the other thing. You know, they're not the only people who are affected by this. And the stress is more than just simply caused by the physical act of wearing the mask, right? The stress yeah. is oh, caused by... Oh, no, of course. I, I don't actually have to deal with, with with breathing through that. That is something that they have to bear that yeah. I don't have to bear. That's, that is true. That's bad enough, I'm sure. I don't know. I don't do it anymore, but that's yeah, I bad don't enough. like it, and they're, they're right about that. But to live in a world where everyone's walking around thinking that this is the most important thing, you know, again, you're back to that sort of invasion of the body snatchers no, feeling. It's what it, that's I, what's it's causing the stress. It's why I call it psychological pollution. I think all of the all of the actual physical props, the plexiglass, yeah. the signs on um, on the floor about where to stand, the mask signage everywhere, you know, no, it's not killing you when you walk by to see it, but yes, it is adding to a psychologically polluted environment that has a cumulative wearing effect on us. It's conditioning. It normalizes. It normalizes crazy shit. Yeah. It normalizes unnecessary shit. It normalizes, you know, if, 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 if we can get to a place where walking through like a plexiglass tunnel to get to the cashier at Al's French fries is normal, then why not, then, then, what else? then why not crawl? Then why not crawl through the tunnel? We could make the tunnel a little shorter, put a top level and a bottom level. And, you know, if you just kneel over a little bit, you know, I mean, yeah. And then what else? You know, you could take a thousand crazy examples. I don't or... think there is any bottom. I don't, it doesn't even make a quite, I don't even want to ask that question again. <laughs> what else? Because I already know anything else is what's, the answer. What's Whatever what's... they say is the answer. How many times have the listeners, uh, this would be an interesting comment, you know, right? How many times have you sat there, maybe talking to a friend on the phone or just thinking to yourself, 
what's next? How could how could anything get any crazier? For me, it feels like it started in 2016. Um, you know, Hillary v. Trump. That's yeah. You, you know, we have the Mister Sister thing going on, which we can talk yeah, about. Yeah, we're going to talk about a, that in, in the next episode. episode that follows this one. Um, but um, how many times have you asked yourself, "Can it get any crazier?" And and my, it always my God, does. It just does. <laughs> Every time, I know. And yet, uh, and yet, people people who are like me, yeah. who hold my kind of opinions, are called cynical. We're called bitter. Who would We're... ever? <laughs> who would ever need more than six hundred and forty kilobytes? You know. <laughs> Who would ever need a more than a one megabyte drive? I mean, yeah, it seems it feels like that, doesn't it? It's like you know we're in the gigabyte version of Crazy Land now. Yeah, um, and 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 it, you know it's I actually I battle I do actually do battle with myself. I have fights with myself in my head over this between. Okay, so I know that because of my background, that I have. I have a certain personality that has certain flaws in it, and one of them is catastrophizing, right? I always assume the worst thing is going to happen, um, and I start reacting emotionally to it before it even happens. Very, very common symptom of abuse kids. Um, all this kind of stuff. And I and I can be hyperbolic. A lot, I think a lot... Maybe maybe it doesn't translate. A lot of times when I'm being hyperbolic, I'm I'm trying to make a rhetorical point, and most of the time I'm trying to make people laugh. But I th- I think sometimes it doesn't come across that way. Anyway, you know, so I ask myself, am I just making up the worst case scenario because I'm having a you know ex- a stupid little trauma response, right? But then I'm sorry, but most of the time, looking out at the world, when I th- think or predict that something is going to get worse it gets worse in exactly the way i predicted it would or just not wrong that much about it or just crazier you know i think people i think people are i think this is uh, this is psychological defense for them the it's just denial it's what we all know it's a you know everybody knows what that is but they're really in denial because they it, it's it's too they believe it's too emotionally difficult to accept the truth because accepting the truth means that they have to reconcile their cognitive dissonances it means that they have to do something about relationships that they're really conflicted about and they don't know to stay or go or how or how to try to renegotiate it they're going to have to let go of a lot of things that they don't want to let go it's of it's easier to sit still yeah. yeah and it's less scary to sit still that's why I sat still for so long. I mean, forty-one, and they're not, you know, and, and, and this is every, this is right, this is these are the customers in the guitar center too. Uh, it's easier yeah. to sit still. Um, it's easier. I don't to, think any. I don't hate any of those people. I don't think they're exceptionally stupid or exceptionally anything. Why, I've been them. Why are you abusing them all? <laughs> because somebody, somebody, sh- when people have done some version of that to me. It's been helpful. Yeah, well, that's true too. That's what we were just talking. We about talked this, about that last the night, other night, right? Yeah, with the friend with the the hard talk. I mean, and and you know, and I don't, you know, obviously it wasn't abuse. I'm just joking about Twitter. It's just funny that, of course, Twitter would go for you know, you're abusing the work staff. Yeah. but you know what? I should, I should have, I should have known that though. I mean, that's 
for a smart person, I'm really fucking dumb about they that. Left, I never learned my lesson. I never. Would, you should have said he was black. <laughs> you would have a million, a million retweets. A million retweets. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, who is it we wanted to uh, get to? I wanted someone to uh, mention you. Oh, Chunk, Chank Younger, uh, the, the uh, Big Young Turks oh. guy. Chunk Yogurt, oh. Claire calls Honestly, him. Honestly, they are unbearable. Mm-hmm. They're unbearable. I used to listen to that podcast when it was on Air America. Do you remember yeah. Air America? Mm-hmm, I do. <laughs> Boy, I listened to Air America. I listened to NPR. I listened to Pacifica. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, at some point, all of this like, stuff makes me vomit now. Some kind of like coordinated campaign, I think, would be funny, you know, just to get, you know, because it doesn't take that many people to make uh, a spectacle of some kind. Just start doing what you did on one day. And maybe it's only like at the Best Buys or it's only at the, well. Um, yeah, you know, it's hard to actually, it's hard to do that stuff and not. And, and and make it do anything really good because it immediately gets read as merely performative, merely narcissistic. And that that's not serving any per- They're going to read everything purpose. as performative and narcissistic anyway, right? I mean, look at the truckers. I mean, the truckers made a huge impact, I think, the Canadian truckers. And now, <sighs> and, then, true. and they're doing the same thing with them. You know, they're trying to paint them as a, I don't know, if if not to do that, then what? You know, yeah. if it's not to do, you know, they're going to, they're going to call, they're going to reverse everything. They're going to call everything That's that true. we say they always do. do. And then they're going to, then they're going to take the language and start using the same words that we're using. You're right. You know what they did with gaslighting. You're right. Um, can't yep. say that anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know. Complained about that many times. Honestly. <laughs> I have to go to the bathroom. Number one or two. No, I'm just gaslighting. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, this is a good time to bring it to a close um, because I want another cup of tea and we mm. need, have to record another episode. We're going to pick it up um, on the next edition and get into some other interesting topics. That'll too. be Monday. Um, I don't Really? Would it be? Because today's Tuesday. This is Friday's show. Or is this tomorrow's show? This is Wednesday. Is this tomorrow? Yeah. Isn't this tomorrow's show? This well, is, you guys sorry. are going to hear this sometime. This is so boring for them to listen to. That's fine. Um, <laughs> this is tomorrow's show. This is Wednesday. Then, then Friday, we're going to record we'll Friday's show. Sister. Yeah, and this is the story and the, the story of how we met and how uh, how Kevin uh, conceived of the show. And yes, by the way, I I'm not going to drop the topic that I started on the last audio episode. We're going to continue talking about the correlation between uh, child abuse, personality disorders, and um, homosexuality. So I have not forgotten that, and actually I, I, I've got some more things to introduce. But since Kevin's here, we're going to do a couple episodes. Anyway, we're chatting a lot. Thanks, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Well, hello, listener. It's Mommy again. You're quite welcome for the fine program. Why don't you show some gratitude? Send Mommy some money on Patreon, patreon.com slash disaffected, or subscribestar.com slash disaffected. You wouldn't want Mommy to starve, would you? And if you don't love your dear mother, you're not invited to find us on YouTube, Rumble, or Odyssey for our hottest weekly content. I guess this is goodbye forever.